Tuesday this week, Isla Bryson, a transgender woman who raped two women, was convicted and awaits sentencing next month. Isla Bryson first appeared in a Scottish court in 2019, whilst known as Adam Graham. However, in the following year, Bryson told jurors that he had made the decision to begin transitioning from a man to a woman. Since 2014, the Scottish Prison Services policy has been that prisoners should be accommodated on the basis of self-declared identity, subject to a risk assessment. The accommodation must best suit, quote, the person's needs and should reflect the gender in which they are currently living, end quote. Up until the point of conviction, Isla Bryson was held on remand at a woman's prison, segregated from the other inmates. The community safety spokesman for the Scottish Conservatives, Russell Finlay, commented that, quote, it would be wrong to put a male-bodied rapist in a woman's prison, end quote. On Thursday this week, Nicola Sturgeon, the Scottish First Minister, comment, confirmed that Bryson would in fact be removed from the woman's prison and would not serve the sentence there. In fact, Bryson is expected to be moved to a male wing of a prison later this week. Over the past few weeks, this has been a subject of heated debate, with concerns being raised about the safety of other women in the prison being incarcerated with a male rapist. This tension was further exacerbated as the Scottish Parliament passed legislation last month aimed at making it easier for people to change their legally recognised sex. This Gender Recognition Reform Bill was in fact blocked by the UK government over its potential impact on equalities laws that apply across Scotland, England and Wales. The Scottish Conservative leader, Douglas Ross, said that his party had warned for months during the debate over the gender reforms that, quote, violent crim criminals, just like the sex offender, the absolute beast we are discussing today would try and exploit loopholes in the law and attack and traumatise women. He added, quote, it should not have taken public disgust and a slew of negative headlines about a double rapist being sent to a woman's prison for Nicola Sturgeon to realise that this was completely unacceptable and wrong. She and her Justice Secretary have the power to impose a blanket ban on all rapists being sent to women's prisons. So why is she refusing to exercise it, he asked. He goes on to say, It suggests Nicola Sturgeon's screeching U-turn in the Bryson case was down to fears over the political risk to herself rather than the safety risk to women prisoners, end quote. Isla Bryson's case is a further example that the extreme gender ideology currently being pushed across the Western world today is unsustainable in real life. It is far easier to become a mouthpiece for this ideology than it is to enforce it when it comes to things like prison policies or sporting competition rules, since it is enforcing a pseudo-reality that does not fit with everyday life. And whilst this is a negative subject, it can be seen also as a sign of the times, showing that we are living in the last days of the kingdom of men. And whilst clearly the apostles and prophets didn't live in times where gender was as malleable as people claim it is today, nevertheless the Bible does provide guidance on these issues. 
The book of Genesis tells us that in the beginning God created. And it also says that everything he had made was, quote, very good, we read in Genesis chapter 1. These statements have far-reaching consequences. This very obvious biblical teaching shows that God is sovereign, not man. God is the designer and knows what he intended for mankind and his creation according to his wisdom. Men and women were made to be different from the rest of the animal creation because they were made in, quote, the image and likeness of God, end quote. They can reflect moral values in the way that the rest of creation cannot. God chose to make us male and female. Men and women are different, but complementary, combining to achieve the aim that God had in view. Similarly, Jesus affirms the teaching of Genesis in Matthew chapter 19, verse 4 to 6, where we read, quote, And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. Therefore, what therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. End quote. This teaching sets out several things. Number one, we are created beings made by God. Two, male and female is part of God's creative design. Three, the capacity to be, quote, one flesh which is a biological function, is intrinsic to being male or female. And finally, four, mankind must not seek to alter God's arrangement. This shows that despite medical advances, it is not possible to change a person's gender. As far as the Bible is concerned, a trans woman is not a woman. Isla Bryson is a male rapist, not a woman. We read in the Gospels that the coming of the Son of Man could be likened to the days of Noah. In Luke chapter 17, verses 26 and 27, we read, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all, End quote. While this verse may originally apply to the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70, the principle here remains the same for the last days of Gentile times. In the book of Genesis, we read more about what happened in the days of Noah. Genesis 6 verse 12 tells us, Quote, and God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. End quote. There is no doubt that transgender ideology, as it is pushed throughout schools, hospitals, politics, prisons, and more, is a corruption of God's way upon the earth. This is a sign of the times that we live in. We live in days just like Noah's times. We must not be conformed to the thinking of this world, but we must be transformed 
by the renewing of our minds through reading the word of God. Just as the flood came, so we wait for the coming of the Son of Man. We pray for the time when the new heavens and the new earth will bring an end to the humanistic rule of mankind. This has been Daniel Blackburn joining you for this week's edition of Bible in the News. Thank you.